Welcome to Rise and Thrive, a segment of the Unyielded Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Kaler. These short segments are meant to be fuel for you, for your week, and for your life. If you are finding value in these, and if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 182. I cannot believe that we are approaching 200 episodes. So before jumping right into this episode, I just want to say thank you to all of you who tune in and support this podcast. I appreciate that so much, and I appreciate all of you. I also learned recently, and this is kind of exciting, that the podcast is ranked in the top 10% of podcasts. I have to say that I was surprised. I'm honored and I'm very humbled at all at the same time. And I'm saying that because you are all part of that journey. You make that happen. So I just wanted to, you know, kick this off by saying thank you from the bottom of my heart. All right, with that out of the way, let's dive into this episode. I want to address a question that I often hear when people are trying to figure out what's next for them on their path. And the question is some variation of this. Why can't I see new options or new possibilities for my life. In my experience, there are many reasons why this happens, but there are three major ones that I've seen many times over the years. And they are number one, our schedule has no margin. Number two, our beliefs and what we think we already know. And finally, number three, our desire for quick results or closure. Today, I'm going to address the first one. I'll tackle the other two in future episodes. And by the way, if this is of interest to you and you don't want to wait, you can check out an article that I recently wrote. It's called The Three Common Ways That We Limit Exploration That Keep Us Stuck. And I'll put that link in the show notes for you. But let's dive into this first one. Our schedule has no margin. We've probably all experienced this at some point. Our current schedule gets tight. There's a lot of stuff that we need to take care of, and we've got commitments. Lots and lots of commitments. Even as I say that, you can probably start running through your list of them in your head. Now, this can make it seem like we simply don't have the time or the bandwidth to explore something new. Yet, I also know many people whose schedules are packed full and they still have the time to explore new options and new possibilities. More than that, every time I talk with them, they are energized and excited, and yet they also, at the same time, it's so curious, they have this deep sense of peace about them. Now, in studying these folks, there are two things that they do to create space for them. Number one, they act with clarity and conviction. They know what is important to them and why it is important to them. This allows them to avoid the clutter that happens when we're sort of, you know, drifting or just reacting to life. And number two, they are very, very good at setting boundaries. They know what to say yes to and what to say no to, and they're very good at protecting their time. They understand that their time is their most precious resource. So if this resonates for you, start with getting really clear on what matters and why. 
everything flows from that. Even setting boundaries flows from getting clear on what matters and why. So to help you get started, I'll put links to two different podcast episodes that I've done that may help you. Episode number 87 and episode 89. Both of those are Rise and Thrives. And I think the longest one is actually about 12 minutes. It was one of the rare occurrences where I went over my self-imposed 10-minute mark. But both of those dive into some activities about how do we get clear on what matters? You know, what do we want to become? What do we want our life to be? Now, in addition, though, here's another activity that I really love. It's helped uh, Rick and me over the years, and it's helped my clients as well. And it's called an energy audit. Here's how you do it. For at least a one-week period, at the end of every day, reflect on your day and make two different lists. The first one is this. When did I feel most energized today? What was I doing and with whom? The second list is this. What drained my energy today? What was I doing and with whom? Now, to give credit here, I took this exercise from something that Marcus Buckingham shared when he was a guest lecturer in my grad program. And for those of you who who know Marcus is, you know how amazing it was that I got to learn from him in such a small group setting. And if you don't know Marcus and his work, I highly recommend checking him out. It's Marcus Buckingham. He is absolutely amazing. Anyway, something that he said that was really important about this exercise is to get very, very specific about what you were doing and with whom. His example is that doing research interviews can energize him and it can also really drain him, which is interesting, right? Because it's the same activity. But what he noticed is that if he's interviewing someone who's really passionate about what they do, he feels energized. He told, I remember he told a story about a housekeeper at a hotel who just loved her job. And she found a ton of meaning in her job. And he said that he could have talked to her for hours. It was so energizing. On the flip side, though, when he interviews people who are just kind of going through the motions of their job, it depletes him. So the point is to get specific about this activity. Also, as you do this exercise, be very, very honest with yourself. You're not making judgments or drawing conclusions at this point. You are simply gathering data. At the end of the week, go through the lists and look for themes and patterns. You'll start to gain more clarity into what matters most. Now, this energy audit will also help you make some decisions about things that maybe need to be reduced, delegated, or eliminated from your list, which will also increase your margin, both from a time perspective and an energy perspective, so that you can create the space for new opportunities and possibilities to emerge. We simply cannot see new possibilities when we're rushing around and we don't have the white space in our lives. I've been there too at times and I've always it's, it has always amazed me how the answers reveal themselves once I create the space to hear them. I hope that you'll put this exercise to work for you and let me know how it goes. I love hearing how it goes for people and I'm serious about that. I want to know how it goes. So number one, I genuinely care about you and your path, and I want to provide content that helps you on that journey. And number two, I'd love to be able to share more examples of how these tools have helped others, because that, in turn, will help even more people. 
So drop me a note at Bobby at Unyielded to let me know how it goes. Before you go, I am wondering if you'd help me with some research that I'm doing on a future course. Here's the question. What is your number one challenge when it comes to finding and taking your next step in life? Please use the email link in the show notes to share your thoughts. And I just want to thank you in advance. Thanks for tuning in and for listening. I hope you have a terrific week and continue to rise and thrive.